Hey, good morning, folks. It is a chilly Florida morning here on Tuesday, January 8th. I hope you're doing well. Um, it'll just be uh, Scotty and I this morning here in just a few minutes. Uh, but before we do that, man, let me just kind of forewarn you. It is not a pretty day right now on Wall Street. Um, and we'll talk about that more when, uh, when Scotty joins us here in just a few moments. Uh, but before we go there, let me just remind you, there's only one thing that any of us can control, and that's how much risk you have in your current portfolio. And if you're not sure what that number is, or you don't know if it really matches up with what your true risk tolerance is, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design, where we help you design a, a portfolio that will help you uh, get to the, the retirement you always dreamed of. So with that, uh, we've got uh, Scotty coming up next. Hi, point one FM Rascal Flats up next eight forty one. Let's see if Phillips up. Phillips up too. Time to head to Statler Financial Services in Sebring. How are you there, Philip? Hey, good morning, Scotty. Hey, doing well today. Other than it was a little chilly leaving the house, I'm sure it was probably colder for you than for me. Oh yeah, I had my my big heavy coat. My my blood's pretty thin these days, I'm safe. So, yeah, so uh, hey, we're coming off a holiday weekend, and uh, we kind of, uh, 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 Dave and I kind of talked a little bit about yesterday how, uh, how things ended up last week, which, which was not too bad. Let's kind of start there. Um, it was a mixed bag last week when we closed on Friday. Uh, the Dow was down about oh, a little over a half a percent, $201, ended up the week at 35,911. Uh, the NASDAQ was up almost 87 points, about six tenths. Uh, it closed out at 14,893. And the SP 500 up um, almost $4, not quite a tenth of a percent, to $4,662. So, so not, not bad uh, ending up the week last week. However, um, give us a three-day weekend and things can start to uh, fall apart. And that seems to be the picture today. Let's uh, start with kind of the, uh, the regional banks. A lot of regional banks reported. I don't have any major details, but I've got the estimates and the, and the um, earnings reports. They were all pretty much in line or beat expectations. There was maybe two that didn't on the regional front. The big fly in the ointment was Goldman Sachs, Scotty. Um, uh -huh. Goldman Sachs missed their uh, their earnings report. They uh, they actually uh, missed by about uh, almost a dollar a share. And okay. uh, when it comes to earnings, now they did beat overall on revenue, but uh, but parts of their revenue were not as good as analysts had expected, like their trading revenue. Um, and that's their revenue from trading stocks and bonds and that kind of stuff. That revenue was off um, quite a bit for the quarter. And I think that's probably what a lot of the analysts are looking at, as well as just the whole missing um, the earnings number. They're yeah, so trading. They're trading down today, Scotty, four point two percent. That's a pretty big drop for them. Yeah. Um, well, a layman like me who doesn't know a whole lot about this stuff is that indicative of Goldman Sachs just having a, a rough patch, or does that mean there's other things going on that we need to be worried about? You know, for Goldman Sachs, who has been burning it up lately, 
um, I think it's probably just an economic indicator for us because, you know, in the in the fourth quarter last year, um, I, I think trading just slowed down. You know, there's a lot of volatility in the marketplace. Um, more people went to the sidelines for a little while. I so see. there just okay. wasn't as much trading going on. And I think that that was the overall cause for Goldman Sachs. Now, they weren't the only one. Last week, we talked about J.P. Morgan because they missed on earnings as well. So uh, it seems like the bigger banks may be having a little bit of trouble um, in certain areas. Um, Obviously, it's just one quarter. Um, Right. And and there's no guidance. They didn't give any guidance this quarter in terms of um, what they're looking at going forward. Um, so, so we'll just have to keep an eye on it, look for some guidance going forward. But, uh, but that's, uh, you, you know, of the big banks, that's two that have kind of missed when it comes to, uh, to the earnings number. The, uh, the other, nothing else really hit yet. J.B. Uh, Hunt, the big uh, trucking firm, they hit tonight after the market closes. Okay. And there's really not much in the way of economic news. The Empire State Manufacturing Index came out um, and it was, uh, well, it was not good. Uh, they, uh, they expect it to be at like 25 and they say it came in at minus 0.7. So that just doesn't sound good to me. At oh, all. wow. Yeah. From yeah. A, okay. From a manufacturing standpoint. The other big news that hit my ticker this morning no real details yet, but uh, evidently Microsoft wants to get into the uh, the gaming, video gaming world a little bit bigger because uh, they have offered to buy Activision, the, the big video gaming giant. And so that's helping Activision this morning. Uh, their stock's uh, up some 37%. So just think about that. If you bought that on Friday, you know. <laughs> You woke up this morning and and you've like hit the gold mine. So not a bad deal there for those stockholders. Um, However, the folks at Microsoft, not quite as happy, Scotty, they're uh, they're actually trading down about one and three quarters percent this morning. So they're they're not as happy about that deal as uh, the Activision people are. Uh, So, uh, but um, but, you know, in terms of earnings, it's still early. Um, you know, this week we should start to see more and more every day coming off the holiday weekend. And then same thing with economic numbers, not much today. However, tomorrow we'll have some building real estate, building permits and housing starts. So those will be some important numbers tomorrow before we uh, get going in the morning. So uh, gotcha. but that's kind of where we're sitting right now, Scotty. Uh, okay. Any other, any other things you, uh, you got questions about? Maybe I can help you out with you know, the one thing I, I keep thinking about because it's in the news and, you know, I go to the store all the time and I see, you know, shelves that aren't full like they used to be. And it just seems like everything is getting really, really pricey, really fast. Is this is this a transitory thing, Philip? Is this I mean, is this really inflation or is it just bottlenecks or is it going to get better? Where are we at with that? Well, you know, inflation last year hit seven percent, the highest we've seen in, in I think, forever, uh, uh-huh. which is a huge number. Uh, so I was listening last night, and uh, evidently uh, the supply chain is not improving as fast as they had anticipated. Okay. Um, a matter of fact, it is about um, 
50 uh, percent uh, off. In other words, they thought by um, within a year or so that they should have the supply chain issue taken care of. Now they're saying it could take two years just to get some of this stuff done, um, which is just not good news in a couple of different ways. One is in inflation is going to continue to cause inflation to go up, Scotty, because if people want it, and they've got the money, they're going to be willing to pay for it if they can find it, uh, right. which that in itself causes inflation. Uh, right. So, you know, we, we really need to get the supply chain issue handled. Uh, I'm not sure what it's going to take. Uh, I know the president's, you know, basically said, you know, the ports are running 24-7, um, right. but you got to have truckers to truck it. And so, right. uh, you know, it needs to step up and find a way for that to happen. I know that um, his numbers are plunging when it comes to economics and um, and, and the economy. Uh, people are not happy with uh, this high inflation and these right. uh, higher prices that they're having to pay for essential items, groceries, you know, uh, gas. That's the other thing I wanted to mention, Scotty, is that fuel, <clears throat> gas, oil prices hit a seven-year high. Wow. Overnight. Yeah. $85. Yeah. What it's like up north right now if you're having to pay for a lot of heating oil, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, goodness. $85.50 a barrel right now is what is trading, which is just crazy numbers. Um, and then you got interest rates heading up as well. The 10-year treasury has hit over 1.81%. That's a that's a big move for it, you know, and, and that affects the NASDAQ when the, when the when the U.S. Uh, 10-year Treasury starts to move upward, it puts pressure on the NASDAQ specifically uh, because that's those companies are, have more debt than, than a lot of the other companies in, in that building phase. So um, yeah. that's kind okay. of where those things are sitting at. Um, as All we right. head into today, it is not going to be a pretty start. Uh, just to give you a heads up. The uh, the the S and P five hundred right now is down one percent. The Dow thirty is down almost one percent, and you got the Nasdaq one hundred down one and a half percent. So those are um, those will leak over until this to the open at nine thirty this morning. So expect a downward cycle today. Nobody really knows where it'll end up, um, but uh, but we'll have to keep an eye on it and see. Uh, so hopefully people have uh, made some adjustments to their portfolio in terms of how much risk they have there. On the other side of the coin, we got commodities. Uh, right. Silver is up two and a quarter percent. That's a huge jump for them. Gold's up uh, a tenth of a percent. Like I was saying, crude oil is up on the actual ticker number. It's up one point nine percent to eighty four dollars and eighty six cents a barrel right this second. Uh, Scott. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What else is going on, buddy? Hey, that's really about it. As we uh, as we get this week uh, really going from a, from a standpoint coming off the holiday, folks. Listen, if uh, if you don't know how much risk uh, you have in your portfolio, that's that can be a, a a problem. And that's why we developed our our core retirement design to help people really truly design the retirement they always dreamed of. It starts with knowing your risk and knowing how much risk you have in your portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. And then catch us on the radio show this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and 1130. That's a different start time this weekend, 1130 on Saturday. 
10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. All right. Outstanding. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Thank you, Philip. All right, buddy. You have a great day. You too, my friend. There's Philip Statler, Statler Financial Services in Sebring. Are you near retirement? Hey, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us. I hope that your day is going well. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care. Until then, bye now.